0: There's an interesting tension in the Christian life. We are called to deny ourselves. Jesus says to take up your cross and follow him. We are to say no to our flesh and starve our flesh in some senses. But on the other hand, we're also supposed to enjoy the pleasures of life that God gives us. Today, we're going to see Paul address it in Colossians chapter 2.
1: Yeah, great stuff here. You're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Scott. I'm Jr. And uh, I'll get started right away in uh, chapter one. So Uh, Chapter two. Or chapter two, it is. Colossians chapter two we're at. I want you to know how much I have agonized for you and for the church at Laodicea and for many other believers who have never met me personally. I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. And Laodicea, I'm looking forward to that in just a couple of weeks. We're we're going to be there. And for some of you that are listening are going to be part of that trip that we make to the seven churches of Revelation. And here he mentions Laodicea as one of those. So I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself, meaning that this he's bringing in the mystery, the, the church, the body of Christ. In him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I'm telling you this so that no one will deceive you with well-crafted arguments. And believe me, they will try for though i am far away from you my heart is with you and i rejoice that you are living as you should and that your faith in christ is strong and now just as you accepted christ as your lord you must continue to follow him so it's all faith we accept him in you know by faith and we walk with him by faith let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. So it's all about knowing knowing Jesus, knowing more about him and knowing him better personally, spending time with him. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Man, that speaks of his deity. So anyone that says, well, the concept of... Jesus being God is in the Bible. Man, it's it's absolutely it's, clear yeah, here. here yeah. The fullness of God is in a human body in Christ. So you also are complete through your union with Christ. That's that theological term, union with Christ. When we by faith we receive his, his forgiveness, our sins are attached to him and his death, and his resurrected life becomes a part of us. So with union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. When you come to Christ, you were circumcised, and but not by physical procedure. This is a spiritual circumcision. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to a new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. And you can pick it up there in verse 13.
0: It says, you were dead of your because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all your our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. I mean, right there it just shows like we how can we ever hold on to a record of charges when God doesn't with us? In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities, he shamed them and publicly by his victory over them on the cross. So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink or for not celebrating certain holy days or new moon
1: ceremonies or Sabbaths. He's writing to a largely a Gentile crowd here in Colossae. And the, you know, the, the Judaizers, the, that is the, the Jews who were kind of in Christian community, but felt that any Gentile who came to faith, they would also have to then adopt all of the Jewish practices, the law. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he's arguing against.
0: For these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come, and Christ himself is that reality. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying that that they've had visions about these things. Their sinful minds have made them proud, and they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body, for he holds the body together with joints and ligaments, and it grows as Christ nourishes it. You died with Christ. And he has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world. So why do you keep following the rules of this world, such as don't handle, don't taste, don't touch? Such rules are mere human teachings about these things that deteriorate as we use them. These rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion, pious self-denial, and severe bodily discipline, but they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires.
1: You know, and he makes a very strong case for this. I I think he's actually saying that those who hold on to these regulations as being their identity, their religious yeah. identity, that it's almost like a badge that they yeah. have, that they wear this badge with their name tag on it that this says, okay, I'm good, I'm okay. And it's it's not that far off from—I I became a believer, committed believer in a circle of churches where they had a lot of rules that, and— and very legalistic about just your dress and, you know, the thing, your behavior, things you did that, that weren't found in Scripture. They weren't sourced in Scripture. A lot of stuff that they just came up with on their own and hair length and just some crazy stuff. Um, but, and, and I think what it did for each other is they, it made them safe with one another. Like, okay, I can be safe with you because you have, you know, the same kind of outward appearance rules that I have. And then Paul's whole point here is that you, maybe you can feel safe with one another by having these badges on, but that's not what gives you a relationship with God. Yeah. That our relationship with God is all based on what Jesus did for in us. Some
0: translations, it, Paul uses the word asceticism, mm-hmm. which is a, like a religious practice of being extremely disciplined. Yeah denying, yeah, denying self. Yeah, and in some ways we're supposed to be disciplined. We should be. Jesus was very disciplined, but it wasn't for the purpose of you know somehow earning God's favor. And sometimes we can confuse that even today, just as far as the the foods that we eat and the diets that we take, we can almost make them more like a religious badge mm-hmm. that that yeah. we wear. You know, I eat organic, or right. I eat, you know, and and that's great if if you and, do. But some but it, people
1: do spiritualize it when I and maybe these are matters of wisdom and debate, but turning these into spiritual things when that's not
0: that's oh, stuff right. from scripture.
1: That's right. Well, we got a great psalm here, Psalm 104, and I you know, I just find it interesting. Psalm 104, verse 24 is a cool verse there. Read the whole thing, of course, on your own, but Psalm 104, 24 says, Oh Lord, what a variety of things you have made. In wisdom, you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. And then he, he starts going through all the different things that God has made and how beautiful it was and summarizes, because of this, I will sing, in verse 33, I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God to my last breath. Yeah. So cool. that's what we are to do. That's what our lives are for. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, today is national. You'll like this,
1: Dad. National Pistachio Day. Yeah. I love you know, my you're pistachios. You're a pistachio fan. Yeah. Especially lately. Like, we've gotten into, uh, your mom and I have gotten into the the pepper pistachios. So they're like soaked in pepper, salt and pe- sea salt and pepper. Huh. And 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 I love the peppery taste. And yeah. the nice thing about it is it takes about as much energy cracking them open as it does you the little a tiny uh, thing you get out of there. So we yeah. burn calories while we we're eating them. It's like a neutralizing I was talking to my brother-in-law. We were at your house, and uh, he had said, man, sometimes
0: I even get my fingers bloodied opening them. And I cut my fingers. <laughs> like, how far have we fallen from those who've gone to battle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but opening pistachios. Opening pistachios is a casualty now. But, you know, it's just kind of funny. In the summer, that's like your thing, is you sitting by a fire opening pistachios. I love it. That's like uh, your typical thing. All right. Well, hey, what a great chapter here in Colossians. Looking forward to tomorrow and hope to see you there. God bless.